there and welcome to another fascinatingly delicious episode of What the F*** is for Dinner, the food prep podcast that will inspire you to cook up a storm tonight with very little fuss. I'm Jane DeGraff, food editor for Nine Honey Kitchen, and today I am thrilled to be stepping into the moody surrounds of Smith and Daughters in Melbourne to chat to the vegan pin-up girl who isn't a vegan at all, Chef Shannon Martinez. We're talking the best vegetarian lasagna of your life, and it's so good that Shannon herself says that meat eaters don't believe it's meat-free. No lie. So get ready, because these are all the tips for the ultimate meat-free Monday for What the F*** is for Dinner. But before we step into the kitchen, here's today's hot kitchen tip. If you're branching out into vegetarian or vegan food and if you're worried about missing the meat, remember that texture is the key. Make sure you replace the hearty bite of mince, chicken or even steak pieces with something that will stand up to a good chew. A lot of plant-based and vegetarian food leaves meat eaters unsatisfied because of the softer texture. So if you're using lentils, avoid tinned ones as they tend to be very soft. Don't overcook your vegetables, keep a bit of crunch to them. And look for vegan protein options at the supermarket because there are some really good ones out there now. It's something that Shannon swears by and she says that the mince is so good that no one believes it's not meat. Shannon Martinez, thank you so much for joining me for What the F*** for Dinner. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. I'm so thrilled to be here. So just to set the scene for everyone, we're sitting at your fabulous Smith & Daughters restaurant Mm -hmm. in Fitzroy in Melbourne. And I love this. Your your very well-known sign, which says, eat vegan or vegan eat. Eat vegan, you got it right. Eat vegan. In a beautiful neon lit cross is like just gently illuminating us. Right? Yeah, in its... All its satanic glory. <laughs> it's absolutely. It's so. It's become such a symbol of what you guys do. Are, are you going to put it on your next book? Oh yes, it's definitely. I mean, this is this is who we are. This this branding has become almost iconic in terms of you know what we do as a business. You know, like yeah. doing things the opposite to what everyone else does. It. You know, it's a little bit uh, magical, I guess, in terms of the food that we make. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit dark. I mean, the building's black for God's sake. It you know? is. It's, um, and the logo is now gotten out there so much that I think people are actually wearing pins and badges without even actually knowing that it's a restaurant. Oh, really? Because I know you've got merch for sale and it is very cool. You've got your T-shirts and your hats and the beanies I saw in you. And people are just wearing it because it's cool rather than because they actually know yeah, what it's about. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what I've been really cheeky today, I've gone because this is what the f***'s for dinner. Mm. And so I've brought with me what I consider to be, you know, a pretty old school standard vegetarian lasagna recipe. Because oh, yeah, I is. reckon you might have something to say. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to read through this recipe from start to finish and I'm going to let you roll your eyes while I do that. <laughs> and then okay. I'm going to ask you how we could make this better. Yeah. So here it is. Lentil and pumpkin lasagna. The ingredients are two tablespoons of olive oil, one large onion finely chopped, one medium zucchini diced, one green pepper seeded and diced, two cloves of garlic crushed, 450 grams of pumpkin which has been cooked and pureed already, a 400 gram tin of brown lentils drained. There they are, the lentils in there, your and face. Oh no, don't what? even. <laughs> we'll come back to that. The 400 gram tin of chopped tomatoes, one cup of vegetable stock, and then a mix of herbs which includes things like parsley, chopped mint, thyme, and oregano. Chuckling away there, stop it. Salt and pepper, and then a cheese mix for, to make your white sauce, which is 150 grams of ricotta cheese, 150 grams of sour cream, and three quarters of a cup of grated cheddar cheese, and then your sheets of instant pasta for your lasagna. Mm-hmm. So don't just hold it there, <laughs> you see? Oh, and then God. so. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the method is preheat the oven to 200 degrees. In a large pan, add the oil and cook the onion until softened. Stir in the zucchini and peppers and cook for two minutes. Add the garlic, pumpkin, lentils, tomatoes, stock, herbs, salt and pepper to taste. And then stir until it's well combined and bring it to the boil. Reduce it and simmer it for 20 to 25 minutes. So it's, it's kind of like a bolognese sauce but not. <laughs> then mix the ricotta and sour cream together with half the cheese. Season that well and place one third of the lentil sauce in the base of an oven proof dish and then you start layering it up and you basically layer your bolognese your pasta and your your white sauce until you get it all nice to the top and then you top the rest with the remaining cheese sauce and sprinkle it with cheese and bake it in the oven for 30 to 40 minutes allow it to sit for five minutes and then slice it up so take a deep breath because <laughs> it is a really old school kind of recipe that one it does yeah when so, you look at that what's your, what's old your first, first thought it, it, it's old school australian not yeah. old school yeah okay yep <laughs> that is a fair call because uh, old school would be good we'd yeah, be yeah. lucky if we got old school i mean yeah. let's start at the very beginning by two tablespoons of olive oil who uses two tablespoons of olive oil? I know, right? And this is Italian food. I mean, I don't do anything. Every recipe I have is a minimum of a quarter of a cup of olive oil, always. Okay. Minimum. I mean, you know, like if you can't afford Botox, then just up your olive oil, do you know? Like <laughs> health tips. <laughs> health tips from the Spaniards, you know? Yeah. So first of all, two tablespoons of olive oil, wrong. Uh, one onion, cool. Okay, that's fine. Zucchini, I don't know, there's a lot of water in there. I don't think you need that. Green pepper. Why is there capsicum in this? I don't understand. I'm like, it's like <laughs> your face. You're none just of like, nah. Two cloves of garlic. I use at least five for everything, always and forever. <laughs> pumpkin puree. Uh, it's just like, can you just imagine pumpkin puree, tinned lentils? Gross. I've never even had tinned lentils, but that is disgusting. <laughs> so and lentils good. take like bre- brown lentils, especially. It's like a 15 minute cook. Like, yep. God forbid we had some texture in this dish, you know. Yep. So. Puree pumpkin and brown lentils. Like, you know, you know when you see people eating with no teeth, and they and they <laughs> kind of use their is. tongue to mash it against the roof of their mouth. This is what I'm feeling in my mouth right now. There is nothing here to chew on, which is classic, boring vegetarian food. No yep. texture. Everything is soft. There is nothing to sort of get into and get that real sense of satisfaction because I think that's what's often missing from vegan and that's what you get from me is that sense of satisfaction you get to chew on something you know and and it's um you gotta work for your food you gotta work for it it's not you I could eat this through a straw do you know like (laughs) yeah pre-blender okay so if you were going to make a a vegetarian lasagna how do you do it that makes it so good because people come here and at the moment your menu is very Italian it's got a lot of Italian flavors how would you make something like this so that people didn't kind of even notice that it was vegan I would make it and I do make it absolutely exactly the same as you'd make a normal lasagna so my bolognese sauce um is the same as a normal one so i mean well the way i make it normal one so five cloves of garlic five cloves <laughs> eat at least half a head yeah, always yeah. half a head garlic, you know, for yeah. me half a head of garlic probably two onions mm. i like to go pretty hard on the aromatics as well so celery carrot so mirepoix yeah. uh, garlic onion celery uh, carrot, finely diced, cook that off. I also use fennel in there as well, diced yep. up just to give some sweetness. And so once that's um, softened in a load of olive oil, yep. and always chuck in salt at the start. You know, you want to get the salt in there to draw out the sugar and your onions and your fennel and everything. And pretty much a good tip too is to every time you're adding something substantial to your dish, check the seasoning and reseason. Always seasoning so taste, continuously taste, taste, as taste. you're going, yep. not just at the end because yep. you want everything to start absorbing, you know, not just sort of coating at the end. So cooking down your veg until it starts getting really soft and um, slightly caramelized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I use as your meat component is um, a veggie uh, mincemeat product. Now, 
I think Woolworths have just brought out a fresh vegan mincemeat. Yeah, wow. I haven't tried yet, but I've heard some really good things about it. And I think they're And we are seeing more of that in the big supermarkets it's everywhere. where people shop. Coles even has um, vegan <coughs> ready meals now that have the word vegan on the front. Yeah. Do you know? So, you know, when a company the size of like the big two, you know, yep. in terms of supermarkets, are actually branding their own, you know, line of uh, vegan ready meals. Now it's mainstream. You know, it's mainstream because <laughs> they've got people behind them making sure they're not going to lose money. So, yep. obviously, they've done the research and they know that there's a demand for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so you can either, the Linda McCartney brand has a great veggie mincemeat that's frozen. You can just like use a bit of a packet at a time, just keep it in your freezer. Yeah. So whatever um, veggie mince you choose um, to use. And you can use lentils if you do want to, but don't use canned lentils. Use yep. like the Dupuy lentils or something with a little bit more texture. And that's just a really easy, on the stove, in a pot, 15, simmer away. 20 minutes, it's 20 not minutes. hard. You know, you don't need to cook them through totally uh, first because you are then going to put them back into the bolognese and yeah, cook them through okay. and you want them to absorb some of that flavour, not just be watery. Yep. So you can, you know, three quarters cook through your lentils and then add them in. But if you're going to use the mince, and this is what you want to use if you're trying to convince your blokey husband who <laughs> thinks that vegetarian food's for sissies, yep. um, this is the sort of stuff you want to make and don't tell them about it either or don't tell the kids who are weird about veg or whatever it is because yeah. then I guarantee you no one's ever known that I'm feeding them vegan bolognese ever until I've shown them, so they will not know. All right, so then you put your veggie mince in there and you're going to um, add it add it to the veg, stir it around and start letting it brown off a little bit and then chuck in a couple of tablespoons of tomato paste. And I always like to cook out the tomato paste before I put it. You know, like a lot of people will put to- all the canned tomatoes and everything in first and yeah. then the tomato paste. But caramelising that in the pan first really brings out the sugar again, sweetness, d- depth of flavour, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Tip that I learned when I was in Italy from this amazing little nonna was before putting in your wine, deglazing milk. So obviously she didn't show me how to deglaze in soy milk, but deglazing in milk. Um, so you're talking about deglazing the bottom of the pan, the pan getting yeah. all those lovely all the nice crunchy, crunchy bits, bits and all the all the stuff that's been caramelizing in there, the tomato paste and the garlic and all that stuff. Um, and what that does is really, and it especially is relevant when you're making a vegan dish trying to be a meat dish, mm. is that it brings um, a sort of velvety, like it's almost unctuous, you know, it's um, yeah. rich and creamy and it's what you're missing in terms of fat that you would be getting out of that minced pork or that minced beef you yeah. know, for, for the normal uh, bolognese. So, so she did it with milk, but you do it with... I did it with soy milk. So I actually made bolognese <laughs> last night, which is why this is funny that this is thing. I actually d- didn't even put the two together. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was, so it's perfect. It's fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, deglazed with the milk and let that reduce the same as you would the wine until it's almost gone and then add your wine. And I'm talking... At least a third of a bottle, you know, don't be... I thought you were going to say a third of a cup and I was like, that's not third enough. Third of a cup, come on. Uh, yeah. We know each other well enough now to know that wouldn't <laughs> be the case. A third of a bottle, yeah. <laughs> About a third of a bottle. Reduce that down again. I like to use a mixture of diced tomatoes um, from a can and then the sugo or the posada as well, one yep. jar. Put that in. Um, and is that a textural thing? Yeah, yep. yeah, and I think they taste different. Yep. You've got a bit more acid in the diced tomatoes as well. Um, one trick for this... Dry porcini mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I usually buy a packet and just blitz them into a powder. Okay. In my blender or your little Nutribullet type thing. Yeah. Um, and just keep it in a jar because that really adds a depth of flavor to vegan dishes that meat would be giving. And seriously, it's such a good tip. So I recommend everyone just keeps one of those. I am absolutely there. doing yeah, it. Yeah, it is the best. Um, and you can just go to the Asian grocery stores too and get those big bags of dry shiitakes that are super cheap when the sliced ones. Yep. Um, and just blitz them as well and just make a general all, all kind of mushroom powder. Powder, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, All-purpose mushroom powder. Yeah, to- I mean, potinis are expensive, so you can definitely get some of those cheaper shiitakes and sort of bulk and it out with that. And then 
there's a few brands of beef stock out there that are vegan that a lot of people probably don't even know that are vegan. And the biggest one that I use is the Massell's brand. Yeah. Is Mas- it vegan? All of it's vegan. No. Yeah. So the chicken, the beef, the whole lot, it's all vegan. I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. And I use that stock. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. It's great. So that's a good tip too. So I like to chuck in a beef stock cube into the, just to help lift that mincemeat flavor. Yep. Uh, and then like with any, a bit of oregano and then same as you would your normal bolognese, lid on. Simmer it down. Crack it open a little bit. Low, low heat on a Sunday. Let it go for a couple of hours. And it is epic. Yeah. Um, and you really do want that. You want to put in plenty of that olive oil at the start too because it helps. Now, the bechamel, this, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> I wish is. I could describe the face that you're uh, making right now. It's just I'm like just the confused. mouth is all like This is like the off. whitest recipe I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, why is there sour cream in here, firstly? Um, why is it cheddar cheese? Do, do, do Italians even have cheddar cheese? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so I make a bechamel the same as a real one. Not Alex I use instead of butter. We use it at the deli. We go through about 15 kilos a day yep. at the deli. So, so that's your butter substitute. That's your butter substitute. Yep. And there are a lot of margarines out there that are vegan now. I think it used to kind of only be Not Alex. Um, that was a proper vegan one. I mean, there's lots that don't that look like they're vegan, but they're not. Just like vitamin D often is not vegan. Okay, it's derived from little sheep um, and things that you learn when you've yeah, got to wow. get deep yeah. into the vegan world. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Nutalex flour, cook it out like your roux, yep. like a normal white sauce. I'm not a huge fan of soy milk in general. I think it's quite strong in flavour. I prefer almond milk for like coffee and stuff like that. But my trick for masking that soy milk flavour is to infuse your milk first. So I put milk into a saucepan, soy milk, like a whole litre. Yep. Half an onion, bay leaf, some parsley stalks, whatever sort of herbs I've got sitting around in the, in the fridge. Yep. Uh, bay leaf, you know, um, smashed up garlic cloves, bring it up to the boil and turn it off and let it sit. And while that's sitting, that's when you melt your nutalex and you, you know, cook out your flour. Yeah. And, and that just takes over the soy flavour it so that over. it's gone. So now it just tastes beautiful and savoury. Wow. Uh, and now you have this yum, creamy, you know, milk that you can't – it doesn't taste beany. Yeah. So I, think, I think it does. It does. It's soy milk tastes Yeah, beany. it does. And we're trying to fool people here. I know so, everyone's you know, nodding along to that, going, yeah, yeah it yeah, tastes it's, beany. It's soy. It's like bean juice. <laughs> so I mean, like, it's made is, from beans. It should taste exactly. like beans. Exactly. <laughs> and this is why we have to call things milk that aren't, you know – Dairy milk because like bean juice sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and I love no one how down to earth you are about this. Like vegan food is awesome, but there are a few fundamental flaws, and some of it comes down to just the name. Just being gross. I, yeah, just being. It's simply the name, and I get it. You know, because I was the same, so I get it. So this is what we're trying to debunk here. Yeah, yeah. Is it doesn't have to be gross, and a lot of the time, just because it sounds it, it, it's it's not the product's fault. You yeah, know, it's the branding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're making the white sauce. Yes, we've so infused then, the milk. Correct. We're going to strain the milk. Now, you could strain it into a jug and then pour it in, but that's just another dish, so we don't worry about that. So yeah. I would just literally put the sieve over your roux once you've cooked it out, your flour yeah. and your nutalex. Put your milk in maybe a third at a time, put it in, stir it Do up. Do your whiskey. Yeah, yeah, until you get a nice smooth sauce and you can cook it out for a little bit. Now, there are vegan cheese alternatives now that are f- far better than what they used to be. Mm-hmm. And cheese was always that thing for me that was a struggle Vegan cheese, yeah, disgusting. Do you know? Even the best ones to me were disgusting. Were just awful, yeah. But in the last two years, it's come so far that actually I will eat it by choice. Hey, that a big is, thing. That is a big not call. just for work. Like yeah. I will eat it by choice, and I do eat it at home. 
Once you've got your white sauce, I just chuck in heat. And you can never have too much cheese. Same goes for vegan, non-vegan. Everyone loves it. You Everybody know. loves It's probably cheese. the one thing that stops people from going vegan is cheese more than meat, I'd say. Yep. Um, put your cheese in, cook it through until it's all melted, and then Layer the up. only thing this recipe got right was the process of how to build it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I admit defeat. My recipe was rubbish. <laughs> I apologise for that. How dare you? <laughs> so let's talk about the layering then because obviously people, people love a good lasagna, but the best ones are properly layered. It's not like yeah. – how many layers would you do in a Th- lasagna? Three. Three? I reckon three. Yep. Um Always starting with sauce on the bottom first. Okay, that was pasta. my big question. Not pasta. Start no, with why start is with that? sauce because you need it to absorb. You know? Okay. So, Otherwise I, you get that crunchy pasta yeah, on the bottom. Yeah, Ugh. and it's like leathery. Yes. Ew, gross. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, not heaps though, just enough to moisten yes. the pasta. <laughs> yes, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was too late once I started saying that. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> that's fine. That's a, that's a whole other debate. Um, so just enough to moisten the pasta and then layer it up and you're recommending about three layers? Yeah, three layers of filling and then top it with um, – I, I like to top it with a bit of the bolognese sauce and then the bechamel, um, not straight bechamel because it can get a little bit leathery. Yeah. So it's all right if it's a bit swirly. That's cool. Do you yeah, know? And it looks pretty. It does look pretty. Um, the only problem with vegan cheese is – it doesn't melt exactly the same as dairy. so It doesn't spread as nah, much, does it? Um, they're getting better, mm-hmm. but they're still a little bit – it's not quite there. So you can't be lazy with the spreading of the cheese on top. You no, have to really – and you wouldn't put it on first because okay. what happens is it doesn't particularly melt. Um, it, stay, it holds its shape. Yep. So you want to bake it probably, you know, so you, you, you do your layers. And if you want to, you can chuck um, some sautéed spinach or any sort of green in there within your layers, you know, yep. your um, bolognese, your bechamel – some greens yep if you want to chuck it in there up which the is veggies up the veg yeah exactly i mean you i mean we couldn't up it more than it is already it's completely veg <laughs> but you can but add another add one. another layer do you know and, and especially for people that don't particularly like greens especially kids and stuff they don't really notice it when it's in there so yeah you can put whatever you want bolognese bechamel maybe greens and then do that three times end with bolognese um a little bit of bolognese and your bechamel cover it with foil bake it for like half an hour 40 minutes take that off then put your cheese on. Um, otherwise, it's going to go super, super crispy. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's it. it. And, of course, let it sit for a bit. Otherwise, you're going to end up with, like, lasagna soup. Yeah. So let it sit. <laughs> this says five minutes. I'd say more like 15, 20. Yep. It's going to stay hot. And that's just to let it sit properly. Yeah. And, otherwise, yeah. it's a mess. Yeah. You know, and, and then you get a nice wedge when you cut it out as opposed to a bunch of slop. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> lasagna is a kind of mission so, uh, to make. So make it big. And cut it into portions and wrap it up and glide wrap and chuck it in the freezer. Do you know? Because so you like can freeze that recipe? For sure. Oh, and brilliant. then uh, um, unwrap it, put in a bowl, microwave. Because, uh, you know, this is going to take you an hour and a half to make. So you may as well make enough of it. So, so I'd be like going double, make two. Make two. And freeze it's them. the same amount of time. So yeah. why wouldn't you? Do you know, because you're going to have this much effort. And then you've got lasagna for a month in. High five look. to oh, that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining awesome. me Thanks for what for the f- me. For dinner. That was great. <laughs> Thanks for joining me for a surprisingly delicious meat-free edition of What the F*** is for Dinner. Believe me when I say that Shannon's tips will change how you eat vegan food. You can find today's recipe for vegetarian lasagna and Shannon's much better version at kitchen.9.com.au along with all her best hints and tricks for plant-based eating. Don't forget to like us and subscribe on iTunes and share your favourite episodes with your friends to make dinner time easier for everyone. Catch you next time.